0: What is Jesus doing on the cross? Obviously, he's being crucified, as we just heard. Yet, as he's dying, Jesus speaks. Just a few minutes ago, we read John chapter 19, verses 1 through 30. Well, let's listen to verses 26 and 27 once again. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. Now this is the third of what's known as Jesus' seven last words On the cross. And in this third word, most commentators rightly say that what they see here, what we see here, is a picture of Jesus' humanity and compassion. As he dies, he provides for his earthly mother Mary's care after his death through his spoken last will and testament. Now, some commentators also rightly recognize that what we see here is a picture of Jesus creating a new family. At the cross, family relationships are not based on natural birth, but rather on new birth, supernatural birth. Not according to a physical bloodline, but rather according to his bloodline. The line of blood that we see flowing from his torn body to the wood of the cross and then all the way down to the ground. Well, I believe that these are good answers to the meaning of Jesus's words. But I want us to consider the question once again, what is Jesus doing on the cross? Now, this is not just another way to find out why he's on the cross, Rather, this question needs to be really taken at face value. What is he doing on the cross? What Jesus is doing is obeying his father's will. You see, in making provision for the care of his mother, what Jesus is doing is obeying the commandment of God. Not only is Jesus obeying his heavenly father by going to the cross, as Paul would say in Philippians chapter 2, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. It's not only that, but here he is honoring his mother. He is honoring his mother. In other words, Jesus is obeying the fifth commandment, for as we read in both Exodus And in Deuteronomy, these words, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God commanded you, that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You see, in the sacrificial system of Israel in Jesus' day, in order to be accepted, a sacrifice had to be perfect. For an animal, perfection meant no blemish, no imperfection visible on the outside. Well, God called his people then and he calls his people now to be holy. And so perfection means no sin neither sins of commission nor sins of omission, neither doing wrong nor failing to do right, neither doing bad nor failing to do good. And all of this from the heart, from the inside, not just with the hands on the outside. And so here on the cross, in these final words of instruction, Jesus provides for his earthly mother. And in honoring his mother, Jesus is fulfilling the fifth commandment. He is obedient to his heavenly father to the end of his life, to the excruciatingly painful and slow Death that he experiences. But there is much more going on here. For in providing for and thus honoring his mother, Jesus is also providing for every person who is trusting in him alone for salvation. Once again, what is Jesus doing on the cross? On the cross, Jesus is living. The life of perfect obedience that we should live. While at the same time he's dying the death for the rebellious life that we do live. And he's doing this for us in our place. On the cross Jesus is rescuing his people through both his sinless life and his sin bearing and wrath of God exhausting death. Hallelujah. What a Savior. What a love. What a cost. We stand forgiven, and we only stand forgiven at the cross. Amen. Please stay seated. While we sing, when I survey the wondrous cross, the words are printed in the bulletin.